Hey everyone, it's Audio Nerd 64. And I am Big Nakrumah. And we are your gamer friends. We are your gamer friends. Gamer friends. We have a lot to say before we get into the show. We do. First off, we are so sorry. I'm more sorry. It's really more me. Why is it more you? Oh, I've just been like a foul. That's right. Jordan has been experiencing racism. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, And you know, I've also had a really busy, weird past few weeks. New gigs starting, uh, interviews happening, things, things, news. All it's one. It's great. Uh, I'm exhausted. Anyway, we're late. We apologize. We're going to keep on schedule for our next one. It's not going to be another two-week gap. And we know that a lot has happened. It is happening. Yeah. Some of it happening literally today. The show outline does not include a few new developments, the most painful of which I'm I'm in mourning. It's not official yet. The report is that Marvel and Sony cannot come to a deal and Spider-Man might be out of the MCU. Um, I don't have the capacity to discuss it tonight, and so we're going to stick to our original <laughs> outline for the episode that should have come out a week ago. Uh-huh. We're going to pretend that all of the stuff going on with Gamescom, um, there's a lot to discuss about stuff that's happening there. We're going to ignore it for now. We're going to cover it next week. Um, and also next week, we're going to dive deeper into the Ninja moving over to Mixer situation, as well as WNBA coming to NBA 2K. Um, We're going to talk about that stuff next week as well, because we've been trying to find a guest. It's been difficult. Um, An idea that I don't know, I don't remember if we've talked about on the show. I wanted to create a directory of Twitch streamers who are people of color Mm -hmm. and like what they mainly play. That would have been perfect to be able to go to a website and be like, okay, NBA 2K, okay, women, okay. Right. Well, I think you talked about it before. I think I think I should do it. I think you should do. I'll have to see about that. Anyway, we have one more thing, right? Yeah. Naturally, uh, after what happened in El Paso, the conversation around violent video games bubbled up yet again. So we're going to start logging on with that. We're going to move into some Call of Duty news, loot boxes, Destiny 2, Apex, Mortal Kombat, and Need for Speed. These past two weeks in Nerdum, we are doing a thing. We're going to talk a little bit about Toni Morrison. Um, Rocko's Modern Life came out with a new movie. So did Invader Zim. Some old news at this point about Amanda Seyfried and the MCU. Veronica Mars, and Venom 2 updates. And in the home screen, Apex's Iron Crown event, getting into GTA 5, Red Dead 2, and Destiny. A lot of throwbacks. Hmm. A lot of not new games. True. In some cases, one very old game. <laughs> and, like a 10-year-old game at this point? I stand, I stand by my choices. It's like eight years old. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Anyway. We we should we should get in. Um, it. it happened a few weeks ago, and so we're a little less 
Um, I think viscerally looking at this. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. Um, not that it's any less horrifying, especially because one of them was a explicitly racist attack. I don't particularly understand how it became a conversation about video games again. I think because Republicans <laughs> are running out of things they to blame. Say. It's just quite the jump to go from, wow, this is clearly white supremacy. And then you'd be like, oh, no, it's the video games. Like the logical fallacy one, like it ate. That day and every day. It eats every day. I don't understand why. I, ugh, whatever. I, anyway. It's frustrating. Um, it's frustrating to me in particular because I find that it's all bluster. I don't mm-hmm. think that anyone really takes the core issue seriously. Right. Um, it, it's not necessarily all about the guns. There's also a culture problem that is creating yes. scenarios where you are forcing people into such extreme ideologies in order to explain natural, you know, political evolutions that they react with literal violence. And it just so happens we're in the one country where it's easily accessible for them to, you know, mow down as many people as they want. Yeah. Like, if other countries that have guns the way that we have guns, which there are not many of them, but in the places where there are, if they also had the kind of polarized culture, you know, it, it, I wouldn't be surprised if it was not just an American thing in that kind of situation. But the fact of the matter is America is unique in how it was formed and who lives here. And the fact that there was not, you know, any actual melting in the melting pot. (laughs) (laughs) we're like italian dressing like the oil and the vinegar but it's unshaken but we're all in the same (laughs) container it's funny you say that because in college we used to refer to it as a salad bowl like every time someone said melting flat we'd be like no it's a salad bowl oh i forgot about that bullshit yeah i mean it's (laughs) i mean it's bullshit it's a simplistic way to talk about it but yeah 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 i don't know american american isms are unique in a lot of ways yes but not unique in that we read y'all's president uh-huh. uh, wants to blame it on the wrong things and, like most people, you know, not fixing the problem. I.e. Walmart, <laughs> who is removing game displays from the violence <laughs> that apparently infects everyone. That's why everyone's a mass shooter, can't right? can't even look at it. No. <laughs> if you look at it, you're going to pick up a gun and start shooting <sighs> And yet, and yet, uh, you can still buy the guns. So there's that. I don't just don't do anything. Like what? Who were the people in the boardroom who were like, "Yeah, this is a good idea. This is what we're gonna do." It's just. It's again, it's deflection. It's like, oh, it's it couldn't possibly be the gun case that's two aisles over. It's it's only definitely the video games. It's, it's the video games. It's Mario specifically. They're not even alone in their stupidity. <laughs> like the overreaction spanned industries. Yeah. ESPN pulled an Apex Legends tournament that was supposed to be on because of the mass shooting, and it's like <laughs> Apex Legends. What? I don't understand. 
It's not like Call of Duty. It's not modern warfare where it's humans gunning down other humans. I mean, they are humans, but they're it's a cartoon. Yes, there are cartoons. I actually remember the first time I played Apex, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like I thought it was too cartoony. Yeah. You can roll the tape. We we talked about it. We probably did. I might I'm not gonna go back and play it. I was worried that it was gonna be like <laughs> Fortnite and it was kind of putting me off at first. Yeah, we hated it. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll it find only took it. like three matches though to be like, oh, that took me like a few days. Really I needed to like be pulled into it. I'll pull the tape. Let's let's go back. Memory lane, memory lane. Let's get into some games. Jack, tell us what have you been playing? Right now, I cannot get enough of Apex Legends. I mean, I did not expect to get addicted to that game, but man, it hooked me. None of us did. If I recall correctly, you and I played together when it first came out, and you were not really feeling it. That's true. I I think the first word I used to describe the game in talking about it with you was gross. (laughs) I literally said, this game looks gross. That is exactly what you said. <laughs> that is quite the uh, the transformation. What happened? Well, I mean, that was based entirely on the little launch trailer that they did, and I saw like the character <laughs> art, and I was like, oh, no, it is just Fortnite. Like, I don't, I don't want this. It's true. It was before we actually launched into a game that he said that. But you know, even after a few games, both of us, I think, were kind of like, eh, this is this is okay. Yeah, it's it's like we played for maybe two evenings, and I was kind of just left like lukewarm about it. I was like, it's uh, yeah, it's fun, but I'm just gonna keep playing Blackout. But then other people just kept inviting me to play Apex because it was the new thing, and it's like it just clicked, and it's the only game I want to play now. Wow. How things have changed, and how things have not changed. In our political system. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I could go on a much larger rant about... I I was really tempted to, but I think... What's the point? I think everyone gets that this is just the new normal. Yeah. Which is very depressing. But I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Fuck racism. Yes. Call of Duty... Yeah, we did just kind of talk about them a little bit. We did. Uh, mentioned. We mentioned. They got a little honorable mention. Let's get the drama out of the way first, because we've already kind of talked about drama. I love me some drama. What's going on in the world of Call of Duty? Well, namely that they're just using a weapon of mass destruction as um, like a game mechanic. Oh. Like you can call white phosphorus onto the battlefield. Oh. Here's the thing. Fallout is a game. Yes. <laughs> and the central theme of Fallout and if I'm allowed to mention it, is it going to get beeped? Yes. Okay. Well, Fallout <laughs> well, I said 76. we're never talking about them ever again. <laughs> it you can nuke people in the like other players in the in Fallout. You know, I know nothing about any of this drama, but part of me thinks that, you know, Fallout and Fallout 76 can get away with it because nukes are, like, old. It's like, ha, like, it's old. No one nukes anyone anymore. But, like, why Phosphorus? That shit is, like, new-new. That's, like, that new-new. I don't know how new it is, but it is... It. I think people are much more afraid of a bioterror attack than 
of like a suitcase nuke or something like that, we're so getting flagged. <laughs> I don't, but that like I like we still think of like nuclear stuff as like oh it's the seventies oh it's fallout shelters oh under the desks. I think it's very but, foreign to us. Yeah, yeah, and I also yeah. think a lot of millennials and people younger than us have internalized like such a doom about the future and about the world that like I totally would joke about like New York getting nuked and being happy that I would be going and not having to live in the fallout and all that kind of stuff. Like I've made jokes about that as a New Yorker. That's right. It's very morbid and I call you out on it every time. I mean, but for some reason, white phosphorus is just a little. You illustrate my point perfectly. I will say, I think the whole exercise is a little hypocritical. Um, We're talking about how violent video games don't lead to real gun violence. And in the same vein, I don't think that nuking your friend in Fallout 76 or dropping white phosphorus on the enemy team in Call of Duty is all that different. Uh, I, I do think it's different. I understand that it's different. I'm not an idiot. But... Like logic. How different? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, a matter of degrees. The line? Yeah, I guess they finally took it a degree too far. What else is going on? They did announce a ton of new stuff. Like oh. modern warfare is getting a little bit more modern. First of all, there's going to be crossplay, full on crossplay. Oh, it is based on your input method. So if you're playing keyboard and mouse on an Xbox, I don't know why, but if you are, you're going to get paired with. PC players who are playing keyboard and mouse. If you're playing controller on a PC, you might be playing with PlayStation people because they're playing with controllers. Okay, but what if I'm playing with the two Switch controllers separately? Is Call of Duty coming out on Switch? I w- it was just a joke about inputs and how bad those controllers are. Oh, sorry. It was a joke. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't land. Sorry. Didn't. Someone laughed. Someone laughed. If you laughed at that joke, please <laughs> let us know. Please let Cedric Our Twitter know. is at GamerFriendsPod. You can also DM us on Instagram at GamerFriendsPod. Hmm. And I would be very happy if you did. Um, they're introducing gunsmithing. You can increase the stat aspects of specific weapons now, I guess. Kind of like a step into the RPG pool of customizing your gear and upgrading your gear. Uh, I would say a toe. I mean, certainly. A pinky toe. It's it's not a big deal for <laughs> for an RPG player, but for Call of Duty people. It's like, it's like more than mods. Good for apparently. them, I guess. Wow. It's like the stats of the gun. It's not just the attachments. I could not imagine. I feel like that's how like Android users always feel when like Apple finally copies something from them. <laughs> They're just like, wow, we had this like five phones ago. That's cute. Um <laughs> finally, uh the battle royale mode is not confirmed for some reason, but if it does come out, the rumor is it'll be early 2020 and it'll be standalone and it'll be free, which is what we wanted from the last Call of Duty. That's right. I paid for Black Ops and we played it for literally two rounds. That's not true. I played for months. Oh, I didn't. It was in a dead zone between like Destiny and stuffing. I forgot. I did not. I was. I was. I was like. It was. It's okay. No, I played quite a bit of it. It was like it's like it's like the very middle ground between PUBG and Apex, and it just yeah, I agree, was meh. 
we've we've uh, talked about it. We I have. think I think that's exactly where it lands. Where it lands. Um, Not in a hot zone. Finally, just as an aside, I want to point out that Call of Duty Modern Warfare, including White Phosphorus, which is about modern geopolitical stability in the Middle East, or should I say instability, it is not political. Uh, just wanted you to know. Oh, thank God. developers he's, said I'm, it's not political. You don't have to worry. <laughs> it's going to be fine. I'm you, so glad you said that we don't have to be worried about being flagged anymore. You don't. It's oh not God. political. Nothing that we said is a political statement. We're going to have to buy the Sam the Cookie yeah, Guy shirts. I was about to say. It's, it's not political. All right, y'all. y'all we're, taking a, we're taking a little aside. Jordan <laughs> has been watching Sam the Cooking Guy, and he's great, but he has these shirts that say... I'm obsessed with him. Make America Cook Again. And every time he wears the fucking shirt, no matter how many times he's worn it before or prior... He's always like, it's not a political statement. And then he, he gives like a full lecture. A about full this. lecture. And then he just dunks whatever <laughs> piece of meat he was going to fry in some fat and serve up to the camera. In some avocado oil. In some avocado oil. Nice, neutral avocado oil. <laughs> Olive oil is only for the good shit. You don't need it for everything. Get you a nice, neutral oil. Um, <laughs> but he's also, his shirt is not political. No, it's not. As is Call of Duty, as is anything. He's that not comes a Democrat. From Ubisoft. <laughs> he's, not a, he's not a Republican. He's a Canadian. He's, you know, he's the media. <laughs> um, anyway, I just wanted you all to know that. So um, I think we can move on safely knowing that the political drama of Call of Duty is, in fact, not political. Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo all came together like the Beatles one more time. They did. It was very cute. Very cute to talk about loot boxes. They're not getting rid of them. They're here to stay. But they want to put the stats, the probability of you getting shit, good shit, I guess, in them, on them. They want like a detailed list of what you could possibly get and what the probabilities of that thing are. So it's Teeny bit less like gambling, but probably still scratches the same itch. It's definitely still gambling. <laughs> no, it's def- it definitely is still gambling. And no matter, like, I don't know. I just, it, you, like, you could stare at that list and then not get the shit. And you're like, it's still gambling. Like, it, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I'm so glad that they all uh, did that together. Now let's get some actual crossplay together. How about Let's do that. I mean, clearly they can do it. Call of Duty's doing it. That's so right. Get it together. It's coming. It's coming. Faster. Please. Destiny 2. Shadow Keep. Thankfully delayed. I was very happy to see this. I'm happy to see it, not because I'm happy to wait for Shadow Keep more, because the stuff that they've been <laughs> releasing has been fucking amazing. I'm so excited. I haven't been this excited about Destiny since the Taken King. Oh, I am more shit. excited about this than I am about Forsaken. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's I'm like, wild. how can I take time off of work for this? Excited. Oh god, we're not doing that. Yeah, like I'm gonna get sick. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go lick a sidewalk on the Friday before Shadow Keep. Please comes don't out. lick a sidewalk. <sighs> I'm gonna get real fucking sick. I can tell you that. <laughs> anyway, uh, now that. It got uh, delayed from, we should Bungie. say. Anyway, now that Bungie is free from Activision's claws, tendrils, 
Uh, they can release things when they want, and if they need extra time to do that, they can fucking do that. Right. So instead of the 17th, September 17th, it is now October 1st. <coughs> three days after. <coughs> three day move. Excuse it was me. originally three days after Borderlands, <laughs> and now it is like two weeks after Borderlands. I don't think it had anything no, to do I don't with think Borderlands. So there, but you know, I love drama. There were some people <laughs> suggesting that. I do not think that that's what it is. Destiny does is not worried about Borderlands. I'm sure. I don't think they have a reason to be. I I don't see it either. People are really really excited about Borderlands. The thing is, Borderlands hasn't had an opportunity to disappoint anyone for a while. <laughs> And, so. and, and who knows um, what they have in store. It's like when the MTA is like, oh, the trains are running faster, but it's because they took a train out of the rotation. They're like, look <laughs> right. well, at the numbers, though. Right. Um, <laughs> the other thing about that is, is I was watching when the Lilith, Commander Lilith, whatever, DLC, got surprise release the same day it was announced at E3. Mm -hmm. A lot of my friends re-downloaded Borderlands and they played it and they played it hard and they played it for a week and now they're playing other shit. Oop. Like, maybe Lilith was just that short and there was only so much you could do and so a week was like the max you were going to get out of it. But I don't, I don't know. Like, people were really excited and it did not stick around for that long. So I don't know. Anyway. As someone who has no horse in that race. Yeah, no, I just, I like not a lover or a hater. Not. I do love drama. Anywho. <sighs> but I'm excited it got delayed. As am I. I hope the devs over at Bungie are getting eight hours of sleep, meditating, eating good breakfasts, having their morning coffee and their tea. They did say that, all that the care of their staff was part of the decision. Oh. Like oh. to avoid some crunch. So oh. loving the decisions going on over there. Yes. Uh, also loving Armor 2.0. I will link in the show notes the video where they go all the way over it. Basically, all of your armor is going to be new. Um, you don't have to get rid of your old armor. It's still going to function. They're not getting rid of it. It's not going to depreciate or anything like that. But you can switch over at your leisure. So if you don't have any good armor like Cedric, and so you just want to <laughs> take whatever you can get, then great. You have armor 2.0. Wow. Immediately, for me, it's going to take a long time to replace my finely curated and min-maxed items. So we'll have to see what happens. I don't min-max. <laughs> There's not a lot you can do to min-max in Destiny right now. But with Armor 2.0, you will. Oh. And I'm thrilled about it. I'm so excited. It's clipping the microphone. That's how thrilly it is. I know. Sorry. I'm about to fix that. You clip it all the time. I do. But my <laughs> microphone's different. My microphone handles it a little bit better than yours. <laughs> Apex Legends Iron Crown event is here. It is solos. It is intense. It is a lot of fucking fun. It is drama. And it is drama. This is why it's doubly fun. It's a fun mode to play, but there's also drama that I get to watch. I've been surprisingly <laughs> good at solos. Uh, me too. I'm more aggressive. I've only played five matches because I was grinding the shit out of Destiny. And we'll talk about this later, but I've gotten top three in four of the five. Oh, um, I didn't do that well. Any, <laughs> a lot of kills, but never top three. Anyway, uh, we're just getting this is the news. We're getting too much in the weeds. Sorry. It came out drama. <sighs> do you want to explain? Well, it's just a lot, and I'm tired. It's a loot it. box issue. 
the game was always supposed to have a very uh, explicit and transparent loot box policy. It was what it was. It is straight up loot boxes. But they were always like, it will never like really fuck you over. You're totally going to get exactly what you pay for, and we're going to be super upfront about it. Right. So that was kind of like the community agreement. Okay, you give us an awesome game for free, and some people are going to have to spend a boatload of money because a lot of us are not going to spend anything. Great. Cool. We're, we're in agreement. The Iron Crown event included some new loot boxes. You could earn two of them via completing challenges, and you could earn crowns, a new currency for the Iron Crown event, where you could buy loot boxes with the crowns eventually, but they're super expensive. So there's 24 items. You get two by playing. You can maybe afford another one or maybe another two by playing. Um, if you're a normal, like, casual, if you're a streamer, then you can definitely earn everything. But let's say They really figured it out, huh? Yeah, like, exactly. They get paid to play the games and then play the games <laughs> so much that they don't have to pay for the content. Exactly. Damn. So— Let's say you're not a streamer. That means that you now need to pay for a ton of loot boxes in order to get everything, if that's what you want. And uh, yes, it is what I want. That Pathfinder skin is amazing. <laughs> and not only are the skins and everything amazing, like they're legitimately the best skins that they've put out for the game so like far. Like the art department eight. Okay, <laughs> like who told them to stunt that fucking heart? Like they, they were like, oh, you don't just want the armor with just, like, different colors and it, like, lights up a little bit. We are here. We are ready. We've had ideas. And then here we are, and we're eating. The Lifeline skin is amazing. I, I like, sat up. I was like... <laughs> he did? Oh, <laughs> that's life? What? <laughs> oh. I got the Lifeline skin. So, um... <laughs> so... If you want the Bloodhound Heirloom, you have to get every item in the game, and then you have to purchase the Heirloom. You can't earn it. Wait, what's an Heirloom? An Heirloom is a special item that's unique to every legend. Only two legends have them, uh, Wraith and now Bloodhound. Every legend is supposed to get one, and it's basically something that you hold while you're running without a gun. And if you hit someone, like if you melee someone and you don't have a gun in your hand, then that's like the weapon that you use to melee with someone. Got it. So Bloodhounds is like a hand axe. It's pretty dope. The kill animation on it is really cool. So people want it. And in order to get it, you essentially have to pay like $200. Uh, <laughs> wait. Ah. If you don't play all day, every day to earn the crowns, to earn the packs... Which I'm not even sure Wait, that you can earn two, everything that $200? way. $200? It's, it's like 160 something dollars. And then it's there's the pressure nuts. to play it because the event is only here for like another what? Yeah, it was a two-week event. There was oh a week God. and now there's another week. So as a response to the controversy, and by controversy I mean Reddit literally blew up and there was a dev from the Apex team in there calling people dicks and asshats. They were being dicks and asshats, but it was just <laughs> super unprofessional. Because fucking Reddit. Like, I don't... Like, Tim, <laughs> it's like... I understand that people should behave with decorum and a sense of acknowledgement that there is a human being behind the other computer screen, but I am not naive. I am not 
Um, green behind the ears of internet and internet culture. It does not work that way. It's like, what did right. you expect? I don't know um, what they fucking expect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. The people here with the most toxic community ever are asshats and dicks. Like, yes. Yes. Actually, there was a comment thread that made it to the top of the subreddit that was basically like, um, there are dicks and asshats in here, and the devs were not wrong about that, but they also ignored all the people giving constructive criticism, of which there are way more of us, and we're still super pissed off. And so the whole shitstorm got to the point where the studio had to release a statement about it, <laughs> and they have changed the store so that now you can directly buy My all of the skin? 24 items. Yes, you can go buy the Pathfinder skin, How but much? it's 1,800 coins. Oh, no. Which I think is like $20. No. It's like $18. No. Hell. Hell no. <laughs> I was lucky and I had that many coins because... I play the game and I have earned I, them. I played, I earned them. Whatever. And so I did buy the Lifeline skin as a show of support for what they did, even though I they do called agree you an ass it is <laughs> <laughs> even though I do agree, uh, it is not enough. Like they the rectification is not a good one. Like the price should not have been that high. Twenty dollars. But that's like skin I is literally just bought Octane because I don't play enough to earn oh my god. The skin's amazing, though. So, Next up, Mortal Kombat has a new skin. The racist game? I mean, the game with all the racists playing it. Yeah, and Ronda Rousey. Rousey. I, I hope I'm pronouncing <laughs> another, her name wrong because racist. she's disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rousey, roundhouse kick. Uh, so they released another skin with international DJ sensation Dimitri Vegas, who did some music for the game, uh, as Sub-Zero, right? And his skin has not debuted yet, but it is coming out soon. But that hasn't stopped the data miners from Mortal Kombat from mining that data. And what they have uncovered, some might say, is something else. So we have here, from the good folks at YouTube... <laughs> <laughs> Who are you doing that for? Myself. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, can he finish the sentence? It's a great dramatic... You know, because you're going to hear it, it's going to be great. Uh-huh. Dimitri Vegas did the voice for Sub-Zero, right? Okay. Um, So people have uploaded the voice. And it is, it is not good. Uh, Warner Brothers has been taking shit down left and right. So we will not play the offending material. But you can hear our reactions. Here we go. Here's the first one up is is Mr. Dimitri. You seem confident. Now you seem overconfident. Round one. Okay, and the second one is the original voice actor. You seem confident. Lin Kuei fight flawlessly. Now you seem overcome. Oh no. So you can't hear what we heard. But as you can, that reaction is the reaction that most Mortal Kombat players had. It oh, is. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I'm so embarrassed. I mean, also, it's, it's like the original, like, is 
like obviously he's doing that with his voice, but also sound it, like it's mixed differently too. Uh, they set that man up for failure. They did. They were like, "Look, just talk in front of the microphone, that was and we a just gonna take. put it in." <laughs> no one asked him to do it again because no. no one cared about they him. They were just like, "You know what? We got it. We <laughs> you're you're great, man. We got it. Get the fuck out of here. You're a natural at this." They really did. <laughs> the producers and the engineer were not his friend. That's, like someone should have pulled him aside nice. and be like, "Look, my nigga, that's not nice." You- <laughs> I think, I I think it's cute. I think like oh that he did some music for the game. Let did, you know, big part of the music. Let him have his little. I think it's cute. Um, people are clowning the fuck out of him though. And you know what? <laughs> I think because the original voice actor is so iconic that they're like, what? Why? I don't. I don't have anything to say. The racists are have their attention focused on something else for once in their lives. God bless. <sighs> Finally, EA released a trailer for the next installment of the Need for Speed franchise, Need for Speed Heat. For some reason, after E3 and before Gamescom. It's very weird. Well, the thing was, I mean, they it actually would have fit in E3 very well because it was completely cinematic. Uh, <laughs> there might have been one collective Caucasian <laughs> second <laughs> of gameplay and that is being generous i don't even know if it was a full second i can't stand you i can't believe you said. <laughs> uh, i hope you're all watching black lady sketch show on hbo it is so fucking good the herd tap thing is she, too see, 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 see. <laughs> how many caucasian seconds <laughs> She has the voice down. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm filling all this with humor because there really is nothing to talk about. Um, it was just a cinematic trailer that showed really nothing. Uh, it looks cute, I guess. Miami Vice-y, you know. If you want to pretend like you're Paul Walker for a video game, play Need for Speed. I just I feel like in the world of Forza Horizon and the crew and... Ugh. Forza Motorsport. Like, why are I'm you I'm bleeping playing? the crew out. We're not allowed to talk about <laughs> anymore. Bleeping it out from now on. <laughs> why, are you, why are you playing Need for Speed anymore? I don't understand. Yeah, you know, so I am... So, I have... I still have EA Access. I downloaded the last, last installment. Need for Speed... Something. I forgot it. I forgot it. <laughs> don't even know the name. I forgot it. Uh, but I used to love Need for Speed. I used to love Need for Speed, and then I found Forza. Everyone used to love Need for Speed, and then Forza came out. But I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I look. I can play it, not for free because I'm paying for EA access, but I can play it at no additional cost to me. Even I used to play Need for Speed. I'm just gonna check. It. I, but I like, lo- like I love Need for Speed. Fast and Furious was my favorite movies ever. Like I was that kid. I love, 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 loved that shit. Uh, what was the, the my favorite Need for Speed one? Was the um, oh, it was like it was like brownish. It was like I can't remember the I can't remember the name. It was very like urban. It's when they had a little urban. Anyway, I'll look it up. Uh, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to try out Need for Speed Payback? Right? I don't know. Payback? I think it's Payback. Uh, and I'll report back. We'll see if I have anything to be excited about with Heat. I don't think I will, but maybe I'll eat my words. We'll see. Hmm. Um, Let's move on. These past two weeks in nerddom. First and foremost, it it's a black show. Yes. Uh, 
Rest in peace to a real one. Tony Morrison. Yes. The legend. I was upset as if a member of my own family died. Wow. I mean, a lot of people were that day. Beloved changed my life. Like, it changed everyone's life. I like, I get it. And even then, I think about how it was still not even for me 100%. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was for me, but it was more for Black women. I can only imagine how some of them are feeling about the loss of Toni Morrison. So I would just like to pour one out. Yes, rest in peace to a legend. Uh, I'm going to have to pick up some books. Yes. Rocco's Modern Life. Movie. I watched it. Did you watch it? No, you didn't. Yo, you watched it without me being here. I didn't. Anticipate that this was something that you would want me to wait for. Absolutely. I fucking love Rocco's Modern Life. That was, like, one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. So, like, thank you so much for, like, you know, knowing me as a human being. I'm so glad that, you know. It was great. It was (laughs) um, very interesting. It was very meta about the idea of a retro cartoon coming back. That's what I heard. That's what I'll leave it as. It's definitely worth watching. It's only 45 minutes, so it's not, like, full movie length. Um, And if you were ever a fan of the show or you just know what we're talking about, it's worth checking out. I think it's good. It's, like, very good meta commentary. Once you watch it, I would like to have a discussion because I didn't— I don't think I realized how anti-capitalist, or maybe not anti-capitalist, at least how critical of consumerism— Rocco's Modern Life was, as Mm. a kid, I didn't understand that. Well, yeah, because, like, why would we? Thinking about it now, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, they were totally mocking capitalism. Mm. All right. Well, how about we'll we'll talk about that and something something Florpus, the The Invaders movie. movie. I'm watching, I'm re-watching the series before I watch. Yes, that uh, I've been caught up on. I've been popping in and out because Invaders is a lot. It is really gross. It's gross, and they literally, like, whoever wrote Guardians of the Galaxy was like, oh, we should have all the characters yell at each other all the time. <laughs> that You ever notice that? I think I've talked about it on this podcast, but you have you ever noticed in Guardians of the Galaxy, like, I gotta say at least 80, mm, 83.5% of the lines <laughs> are yelled. Everyone is yelling at each other that entire fucking movie. And I still love it, <laughs> where no one can hear you scream. Lord. <sighs> anyway, I have not watched Florpus yet. Uh, <laughs> something, something Florpus. It's called Into the Florpus. Into the Florpus? Right? Return of the Florpus? I think it's called Two. Into the Florpus. I don't know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll report back, but uh, chugging right along with that. Um, since you mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Amanda Seyfried reportedly... Oh, man, I'm so good. ...turned down the role of Gamora because, quote, and by quote, I mean, I'm not... I'm recalling. I'm I'm not actually quoting. I don't want to spend that much of the day green. Like, it was the makeup. She was like, look, I am not going to do what Jennifer Lawrence did. (laughs) Yelling about some pizza and being really upset that y'all have me in blue makeup all She's goddamn like, day. I was in she girls. said, I, I was I don't need this. I am still eating off them motherfucking checks. 40% is ran outside, motherfucker. I wonder if she gets royalties from Veronica Mars too. I guess. I mean, like, 
now the new seasons. Does she? Is she? I don't know if she's in it. We haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad for Gamora. I'm glad she's eating all of these million billion dollar movies. I guess. I'm glad it's Zoe Zaldana actually, because even though I personally dislike Zoe Zaldana. Zoe Zaldana. Because we have not, we have not forgotten that Nina Simone no, we haven't nonsense. Forgotten. Oh my God. <laughs> we haven't forgotten that. We haven't forgotten the colorism comments. She is the black version oh, of who's that Latinx person that really needs to shut the fuck up? Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> every, every time a black woman's like, oh, black woman, she's like, oh, women. Uh, what is her name? I don't know. It's probably better that we don't know. I'm sure as soon as someone says something on Twitter about it, I'm like, oh, God, why can't I remember it? Uh, it's anyway, bad. No, she's she really... the black version of that person. Um, she's not that great. It's but... also very weird because she's she is always like all women and not even like Latinx women. You know how like when some people are like, oh, well, the blacks are doing it. Let's, I don't, why don't our race do it? Really... She literally just all... <laughs> Women matters it, and I don't. Gina that's Ortiz so to is that me. her name? Gina Rodriguez. Thank you. That's who it is. Oh my that's god. Is. <laughs> Zoe Saldana <laughs> is the black Gina Rodriguez. Anyway, <laughs> she's now in like what three billion dollar movies? Yeah, Infinity War, Endgame, and uh, and fucking Avatar. She had. Arguably one two. of the largest roles in in the in the yeah yeah that's she's the she's in the two highest grossing movies of all time. I don't ever want to think about Avatar again. Well, we're about to have to think a lot about Avatar. Why? Because like eight hundred of them are coming. There's like eight hundred. I more hope they're not made. fucking with their hair. <laughs> they again. definitely are. I'm oh worst thing ever written ever ever ever. I did put Veronica <laughs> Mars down here. I, you know, how, how did you like the second season, I guess? Um, spoiler alert, but it's old as fuck, so I don't, I'm don't. i just going to let them shits fly. Uh, I didn't see the twist coming. I didn't see a little nerd doing it. No. Um, I didn't either. I was shocked. That was shocking. I was like, oh, wow. You know why that works so well is because he was being all weird with Mac about having sex. So I'm like, there's no way this motherfucker like, did anything. <laughs> and he did. He did all of the things and killed all them kids. And it... Like, I, I, before he jumped off, he was like, tell me a reason to not do it. And Logan and Veronica was just like, it's not, I, that was, a lot of inappropriate laughter came from me. Cause that they was just, like the piss gulp in season three. They just looked at him straight up and was just like, girl, I couldn't tell you. We don't I know. Couldn't, I couldn't, we I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I also forgot that in season three, there's a mid-season finale where they solve one mystery and start another. That's right. They did solve that mystery. I was like, I should. I knew it was that motherfucker. The cologne shit. <clears throat> yeah, that was a good episode. Also, some of y'all out here are Team Logan, and I <laughs> don't get it. I, don't, I was so upset. I was like, finally, she is not going to be with that motherfucker. She's going to date this long-haired, skater-looking surfer dude from... Nebraska, nice from Ohio or whatever. Super dude from wherever, Nebraska. From wherever the fuck he's from. I was like, Piz. dang, Piz. Yes, finally. He ends up on private practice after Veronica Mars. And it like, really bothered me. Did he live? Because I feel like Shauna be killing people all the time. Um, I don't oh, remember don't because practice? I didn't watch private practice. Mm-hmm. Also, I have to I have to retract the statement. I said that there are no good men in Veronica Mars. Well, she also said, but Wallace is a good man. 
Wallace is a good black man. He's a good black man when he is not <laughs> chasing after a white woman. Uh, which he does a lot in college. Whatever. He really went out of the way to grab that girl. <laughs> I, the audience has no idea what we're talking No. About. Watch Veronica Mars. It's really good. Uh, Class commentary. Very good. Oh, my God. They let that shit. They're just like, boom, boom, bang. Class. Everything. Poor, rich. <laughs> it's more complicated. <laughs> wow. Just surmise, you know? Oh, God. It's really good. I would I would say watch it. We're going to keep watching it. Um, last but not least, Andy Serkis, new director of Venom 2, did not know that he would get such a big job. I feel like this is a big job. It is a big job. And, like, they keep killing him off in all the movies that he's in. Uh, what she made the joke. I'm not going to take the credit for that. But they do. They really did. I'm so mad that they kill Ulysses Claw. I, I, but why? Like, I, I don't know. They just... Where is the sequel? It was a good character. Ryan Coogler was like, this might be the only movie that I make out of this thing, so I'm not going to give any room for these motherfuckers <laughs> to make a fran- to make uh, a sequel with my material. And now he gets Namor. Now he gets Namor. <laughs> a legend, I stand. Um, I Lord. don't feel strongly about this. Good for him. I still need yeah. to see Venom. I saw a screenshot, and it actually looked pretty, like, it was a pretty awesome screenshot. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I don't know why, like, I love Tom Hardy. I know. It's really gross. Well, what are you going to do? We can't all be perfect. No, we can't all be perfect like Tom Hardy. Um, On that note, I think you should drop some music. Yes. Can do. playing this week what are you playing because you don't play anything i know i literally don't play anything um i got into apex iron crown solos pretty hard (laughs) pretty hard you played for two days (laughs) oh like two or three you know the thing is that i play it and like it's very weird because like you play and then I, i shoot some people and then i'm you know kill them or whatever and then but like all it's like it's like i get pent up very easily and there's no release because i'm not playing with people the release is that you scream anytime someone comes onto your screen i literally scream like i feel i <laughs> i i always wanted to know what i sound like on the opposite end of the mic ah! like that that's loud i'm so sorry it's really loud i feel so every time i like no one has ever been like wow fuck cedric he's a fucking rude we're gamer laughing. but i am i every time it's like a full-throated it's a squeal like, my diaphragm is fully engaged scream <laughs> and then i shoot them and then i win uh not really i haven't won i i usually place about top 10 i think i'm not solid solid top 10 i'm not like the most strategic, I kind of just like probably I land pretty close to a hot zone, usually get what I can run. But then like the rest of the match, I'm just kind of like uh, strategically, what do I do? You know, I'm not the greatest at the, at, at the strategery. <laughs> <laughs> also, that I've missed playing a solo mode in a battle royale. 
and this has been refreshing. Yeah. But so much drama, and I've I've been it's so dedicated to Destiny that I haven't really gotten into it. So now that I'm kind of done with what I need to do in Destiny, I am thinking I'll be able to spend some more time in Apex. Yeah. I'm really liking it. I hope I want them to bring it back like as soon as possible because like it's it's a nice challenge for me because it's it's like a nice like oh I can like do this yeah. And, like, I can get better at this. And my shooting has gotten a lot better. My gameplay has gotten a lot better. Good. Way more aggressive, uh, which is nice. Don't shy away from a firefight. I'm like, let's do it. And, like, a, I've been maining mostly Pathfinder. Pathfinder and Bangalore. And it's been nice to, like, learn how to, like, use passives more strategically. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. And, yeah. No, and I mean, like, once I'm back playing with teams, it'll be good. I actually won a round with two randos. Oh. With, like, no communication or nothing. It was quite the... Well, the ping system. We didn't even use it that much. I was using it a lot, but they were like, what are you doing? Stop pinging this light <laughs> ammo. Like, I don't understand. Continue to ping. I love a good ping. Um... I mentioned it, but Destiny, I've been playing because there's an event right before Shadowkeep called the Solstice of Heroes. There's also Moments of Triumph, which is a yearly thing that they do. Basically, hey, have you completed all of the pinnacle, like, endgame activities? Here's a checklist of things to do before the new season comes out. So I've been doing that. And then the Solstice of Heroes, they give you an armor set. You have to do stuff to improve it until it becomes a legendary level, uh, at which point you can uh, turn it into armor 2.0 as soon as Shadowkeep launches. It's been a grind, but I finally got it done. I'm going to work on, like, masterworking a few things, but I'm trying not to get, like, too into it. I feel myself, like, slipping into Destiny mode and, like, mm, I play Destiny all the time. But I'm trying to avoid work. it because I know that when Shadowkeep comes out, that's all I'm going to do for, like, a month. So... Trying to give myself some some breathing room. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I've kind of accomplished everything I want to accomplish in the division, everything I want to accomplish in Destiny, I have just kind of moved on to Rockstar Games. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, we both have. <laughs> um, what do I want to start with? Let's start with me. So I was watching you play a lot of Grand Theft Auto V online. And I never got, as we recall, mm-hmm. never really got into it. Never understood it. Never, never got into all the hubbub. All. Never played it at all. Never played it at all. Uh, so I went to go start it, and I was like, oh, I can't. I can't really start it right now. Big Nick has a disc. I do not. Um, but let me just get this shit downloaded. So I downloaded it, and then just got into the campaign again. And man, <laughs> oh, it's really good. There's a reason why it's the best-selling game it's every so single good. year it's since it's been released. It's been the best-selling game. I just want to take a moment to talk about the campaign. I love it so much. Like, I remember when it, when I first played it, I just was like, wow, three people, and you could just pop in and out, and it switches. And I'm like, oh, this is so smart. It's like if Vantage Point was a good movie, <laughs> it would be... <laughs> And I find that I, like, love, like, the, like, non-linear storytelling. I love the, like, changing perspective thing. It's just a lot of fun and, like, really good. It's there were so people good. who were complaining about that, and I'm like, I, I don't really? think they should ever go back. No, I, think I want, they like, at three, least have two every time. I want three protagonists every time. I want a woman next game. That would be very cool. I want a woman that's, like, not a piece of shit. Like, all of the women that... I mean, everybody's a shit in Grand Theft Auto, but, like... 
it's kind of like how the Simpsons are like, they're all stereotypes of white people, but they're like nuanced stereotypes of white people. Right. I want like nuanced shittiness out of my woman characters. And right. I want a woman protagonist in Grand Theft Auto 6. But for what it was, I don't know. It's very interesting to like, it's interesting that we've been like listening or like getting into all this media that's like old, like Veronica Mars, Rocco, Zim, and now Grand Theft Auto 5 that's like eight years old. And like the commentary is like, there. It completely went over my head as a kid. Like, I just finished the mission where you go in and rig the phone for the life hacker. Or no, life invader. Right. And like, you know, blow his head off. Um, life so, hackers are real websites. Right. Life hackers are real website. Life invader, though. But like, that's that's so interesting to me. Like, they were thinking about social media as life invader eight years ago when I was like, wow, Facebook is so cool. I get to like talk to all my friends. I was like, this is the next iteration of AIM. This is dope. But, like, we're already, like, thinking about, like, this commentary or, like, having all this commentary in the game. And, like, you just listen to the conversations. You listen to the radio stuff. And I'm not going to say that Grand Theft Auto is, like, smart because you can also, like, you know, enact violence on sex workers. There are problems. There is problematic for sure. I think it falls to me in line of, like, oh, we're starting an irony podcast. We're going to have someone with really bad opposing views and just for irony to me, it's what but like South can, Park thinks it is. Yeah, and even then, it sometimes falls falls short. really flat. Um, but I don't know. I've just been really enjoying just like thinking about like narrative structures and all that, and like just getting back into like that campaign has been really fun. And um, you've been playing online. Right? And I just I started online. Everyone that I played with is very bad at. Doing things online. I hate it. I'm only playing with people that I know from now on. It It's like the worst experience ever. Like, Destiny is frustrated when you're playing with blueberries. Apex is frustrated when you're playing with randos. Crashing around in, for, in Forza is sucks. Playing with people you don't know in GTA V, it is massively, mind-alteringly frustrating. I think it's one of the worst, not just because bad people ruin your gaming experience, but also because if someone leaves in the middle of a mission, you just quit the mission. Like, you don't right. get to continue. The The structure, like, the game coding is eight years old. <laughs> like, you can't right. have an in-and-out fluid team like almost all games do today. Right. Um, in fact, that was the thing that I was complaining about when I picked up Borderlands 2, you know, when they announced that DLC and I was playing for, like, a hot second. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, wow, I have to, like, go to the main menu to pre-make a team to log in somewhere? Like, what the <laughs> what fuck the is this? What the fuck is this? We're in the <laughs> fucking Stone Age. Yeah. Um, so I've also been playing online, but mostly just the casino cleanup stuff, like just trying to get my businesses making money again. Very casual stuff. I'm in the middle of a heist with a few people, and so I want to finish that. And you want to play, so I want to get some heist in with you and things like that. Yeah. But otherwise, have a very casual approach. But yeah, one more thing. I also never realized how ingrained the online story is the original. Like, I always just thought it was, you're just a separate character and you're just in the same city and, like, no, there's, like, no touching points for any of the original characters. Wrong. I was very wrong. Like, they start wrong. you off where you meet, uh, wrong. was it Larry? <laughs> What's his name? Lamar. Lam- Lamar. Lamar. Oh, my God. I, poof. Whitened him up real quick. Um, you, <laughs> you meet up with Lamar Lamar's voice actor is still eating good. <laughs> I was like, he's really up. leaned into this eating. I, far I, for this I love, I love it. 
Um, I moderately stole it from Email Black Thought. That would actually, because she plays games. I want to get big enough where I can feel comfortable being like, hey, um, no one knows your first name, but would you like to be on this podcast? You should just fucking go for it. I should. Maybe I should. We'll you see. Just go for it. She'd be like, hey, you're cool. Anyway, uh, eating, eating good. So well. He's all up in it. And I was like, oh my God, this is fucking hilarious. Pretty much everyone is, actually. Oh. Yeah, it was like a whole storyline for online. It's beautiful. I just, oh. And then I I never knew this because I never got into it, but the fourth character on your wheel that you can like hop into is your (laughs) online character. Yep. Mine looks gay as fuck. (laughs) Like lip gloss is popping. (laughs) The hair is laid. Everything. Oh my God. It's a lot. (laughs) Have you seen Edna yet? No. I'll just wait. You just have to see it. Oh my God, I can't wait. Um, Finally, the last thing that uh, I've been playing and another Rockstar game is Red Dead 2. I finally uh, picked it up. Did you get past me yet? No, I don't think so. <laughs> you've been playing it a lot. No, I haven't. I feel, I feel like you've been a good amount. I've been playing, like, one mission a day for, like, three days now. That's true, which, you know, each mission takes, like, 52 hours to get through. Right, because it's incredibly realistic. I definitely understand the criticism (laughs) of people being like, I can't believe that I have to, like, eat and stuff. I thought, (laughs) like, when I was talking about GTA 6, I was like, oh, it'd be cool if you, like, had to stop and get gas. No, it wouldn't be cool (laughs) at all. Like, don't do it. It would be terrible. I have to, like, take care of this fucking horse. I have to feed it. I have to cook things. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I'm only three missions in, and that part of the game is exhausting to me already. (laughs) It's exhausting. (sighs) You're like... They talk too much. They walk too slow. You have to walk the whole way there. It's fucking ridiculous. It's going to take me a year to beat this game. Oh, yeah. If, no, if I don't, it takes me only a year, it could take longer. I don't know how anyone has completed that game yet. I'm sure there's people who have 100%ed it multiple times. I want to meet them. Actually, I don't want to meet them because I don't want spoilers. But, you know. Yeah. Next time I'm playing Red Dead 2, I'm going to turn off the soundtrack and put it on some Yola. Country <sighs> folk queen. I'm here for it. So good. Check her out. We're going to put a link in the show notes. Misclassified as rock for some reason. I don't understand. Who put it as rock? Apple Music. Apple Music is bugging. That is why I am a Spotify girl. <sighs> Apple Music doesn't know what she's Look doing. Look it up on Spotify. But yeah, that that's pretty much it. It's, it's, it is very good. Like, narratively, I can tell it's going to be really good. But let's see. Yola, Yola is under... Well, they don't have it, like, under a genre. But they have her in playlists, Back Porch, The Pulse of Americana, bunch of white women on it, Modern Eclectic. Americana, I think, is a is a good fit for um, a, some of it. Yeah. Some Vintage of it is vibes. really just country. It's just country music. Woman of folk. Anyway, anyway. Um, that, I think, is a show. I think that is a show. Thank you so much for listening. As always... Please tell a gamer friend. Tell two gamer friends. Tell and three. you can get us on the social medias at Gamer Friends Pod. Website is gamerfriendspodcast.com. You can email us at info at gamerfriendspodcast.com. And you can also send a carrier pigeon to, I'm Don't not going to give the address. The carrier pigeon will know where to go. There you go. I've always wondered how they figure that out. I don't understand. 
at all. I'll have to Google it. I'll have to Google it. Okay. We'll catch you in one week. One week. Deuces. Bye.